All right. That's energy, right? Well, this is the moment. This is the moment that we start our fall program. And how many of you, yay! <laughs> how many of you are part of the fall program? We have 90 people signed up this year. And I think on the average, we have 80 people show up here for church. So we have a lot of people. I know I have several people. I have somebody from uh, South Carolina who is registered in my Zoom class. So I'm pretty excited about that. So we have a lot of people, whether you're doing it here or you're doing it in somebody's home or you're doing it on Zoom, I say kudos for you because this is a really important fall program. And before we get started, I wanted to give a shout out to the fall program team. Sandra Legal has been leading this team for relentlessly for several months. Um, I went back in my notes and I took a look at our first fall meeting, and it was May 12th. It was on a Wednesday. And as Deborah Core knows, right, we have been meeting every single week uh, for the last since May 12th, every single week. And I think that we're going to take a break for a week, possibly pretty soon. <laughs> because it has been um, just so much wonderful, wonderful support. We got music. I feel like I don't have anything to say because we had those 12 powers. We had the five principles. We had Dare to Dream. We had everything that we needed. The meditation was beautiful, Marilyn. And I can't even think of what else we can say. But thank you to the fall program uh, team for putting this together. Thank you. So, um, before we do that, I wanted to explain the table that we have out here because back a couple of weeks ago, Reverend uh, Connors came in and did a webinar on Zoom, right? We uh, set it up. We asked her to come. We had 46 people there, which I thought was really a nice showing for that. And so, she did kind of an overview, so if you were there, a little bit of an overview of the program. But one of the things she talked about was having a healing project during the next seven weeks. And I love that idea of a healing project. I personally am going to do a healing project with letting go of limiting beliefs. I've been trying to work on my mindset, and I've been reading a book called The Big Leap by uh, Gay Hendricks, and he talks about getting into your genius zone and staying in your genius zone, and things that happen to us that bring us out of our genius zone. And what I recognized was that I don't always operate at my best whether it be in relationships, or whether it be health, or whether it be my business, because I have these limiting beliefs. So my personal healing practice for this seven weeks is going to be getting rid of limiting beliefs. And I thought that the, either the power of wisdom or understanding, I'm not quite sure, would be one that I would work on to try to ignite. And the other one would be the power of elimination or relief. You saw it up here with relief, right? The idea of releasing the limiting beliefs. So right here, right now, this moment, I'm going to start that project, and I'm going to carry that through and work really, really hard in the next seven weeks. One of the things that Reverend Connors talked about was being an apprentice. We'll talk about this a little bit more next week. But being an apprentice to the 12 powers and really, really taking a hold of it. I know that we've been doing 12 powers for a long time. Sometimes we do one a month. But Reverend Connors has a very different look at it. It's not really about the 12 powers as it is igniting the 12 powers, 
in order to build resistance and in order to overcome resistance and be able to build resilience, radiance, and the power within you. And so we said it beautifully in, in all of the songs today. But what you see back there is the, um, it's the vision that the fall program had of a community healing project. I know fall programs in the past have worked on community projects, but we thought as a whole, maybe we could work on a community healing project dealing with resilience, and that would be working with the Westlake Food Pantry in conjunction with our community here, trying to bring those two together so that we could feed some families this Thanksgiving. And what they do is they put together baskets, thanks, I'm going to cry, Thanksgiving baskets to take to families who are needy. And if there isn't a time need for resilience in our community, this would be the time. So you should have gotten a... Um, you should have gotten a list of foods that you can donate. And um, also on the website, if you didn't get this, you can pick one up on the way back. But we'll be running this uh, donation and project until October 30th, at which point we will send the 31st, at which point we will send the stuff to the, to the uh, uh, food pantry, and they will put together the baskets. That will give them enough time before Thanksgiving to put them together and to distribute them. So I, I, I want to thank you in advance. When you come in, you can just put them on the table. We'll put them back on the shelf when, after the service and see how much we can put together for that project. Okay, so um, let's talk about the book. Um, <laughs> I should have checked my time when I started. You, you give me the, you check my time and you give me the, or no, Jim will do it. Give me the hook, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I promise to stay on time. You know, there's so much to say, so little time, and yet, you you know, I work on this and I try to get it together, try to get it, try to get it together, and there's just so much to say. So I'm going to leave a lot of it to the book, and uh, I'm going to pick out some highlights in the first three chapters, which is this week's um, situation. That's what we're studying. So the three things that she talks about uh, in the first three chapters are resilience, radiance, and spiritual alchemy. And so I'd like to take a look at each one of those. Before we go any further, though, when we're talking about resilience, what does that mean to you? Anybody have any idea? Has anybody thought about this or took a look at the book? What do you think, what is your idea of resilience? What does that mean to you? What kind of images does that bring up in you? Okay, so coming through a tough time. You know, we, we, uh, we're connected to God, right? We are, we are spirits. We are, we are uh, individual expressions of God. And then we have some tough times coming. And then we kind of lose our connection with God, I think. We, we lose our faith. We lose a lot of good feelings. We get into negative feelings. And resilience is being able to get back up over that. That's life. That's what happens to us. And it's how quickly can you come back. Anybody else have any ideas? Yes? A sailboat in the storm. <laughs> I'm, looking, uh, I'm looking back there at Terry. Sailboat in the storm. Fortunately, I hope she wasn't in any storms, but resilience is being able to sail. And to me, it's like the, the sun going, you know, set, coming up again and, and, you know, getting calm winds again. 
I, yes, Kathy. You know, that's what this is so much about. We have the powers inside of us. We have the abilities inside of us. You know, the song goes, just, you know, change your thought, right? Just, just change your thought. And suddenly, you have a whole new way of being in the world. And that's part of what I want to be able to do this over these seven weeks is to, is to really work, be, apprentice, be an apprentice to those 12 powers. Really, not about knowledge, it's not about head stuff, it's about igniting them inside of me and drawing in on them so that I can get through what I need to get through. I thought about, uh, one of the words she uses is buoyancy. And all I could imagine was a beach ball in water. You know, or like, <laughs> or like those tubes. When I'm in the water and I'm using those tubes and stuff like that, God forbid you get on one of those little, you know, I like to put them under me, right, those uh, things, and, and sit on them. But boy, they can flip you right over because they just want to rise to the surface, right? And I think about like a beach ball, you're pushing it down, pushing it down, and you let it go and it just bounces higher than it would have if it were just floating on the water. And then I thought, well, inside of that beach ball is this, is this invisible power, Right? I mean, you don't see it. It's air, right? You don't see it. You can't touch it. And yet, when you do that, it activates whatever it activates and just brings it back to the surface. So that's what I think of with resilience. And that's the kind of thing that I think that we're talking, we're talking about an adventure in resilience. This is a journey that we're on. This is a journey that we're going to take together. And that's what's so exciting. I got goosebumps again. Um, to do it, you know, every, so many people raise their hands about doing this together and moving through these seven weeks together. And I guarantee, I love the Dare to Dream, right? That is like, Dare to Dream. Take it, take this moment. This is the moment to Dare to Dream. How's that, Bonnie? <laughs> I told Bonnie I was going to work as many lyrics into my talk as possible <laughs> because the lyrics are so good. The songs are so good. Everything about this is so good. And so, um, one of the things that it talks about, let me just read the quote, because it's such a good quote. The alchemists maintained that we can create only in our own image. We can create only in our own image. It is essential then to know what is vital and alive inside us and shape our lives in its image. Think about that. What is uh, vital and alive inside of you. There's this, this journey is about going inward and discovering unknown worlds, unknown powers, unknown strengths that we have. All of these things are things that make us alive, make us, make us that expression of God. When I think about the individual expression of God, I am not we're not going to be have the same expressions of God, right, Vivian? Right? We're not going to surely, you know, joy. We're not going to have the same expressions of God. We're going to somebody might. I thank you, Eric, for your voice. Thank you. I mean, to me, that is an expression, individual expression of God. That is not mine. I'm not able to sing like that. Uh, but I can do other things, and I have my own special powers. So I want to be able to live that every day, day in and day out. And one of the things that happened to me was I 
thank you, Unity Spiritual Center. Yeah, it's been 20 years. I've never thought about going anywhere else, and I never will. Because there are so many things that I have learned, and so many ways I have grown spiritually. One of the classes I took was Sustainable Prosperity. And I may have some people. I think Sandy was in one of those. I took it for three years. It's a year-long course, and I took it with Reverend Joanne for three years, consecutive years. Now, I didn't work as hard the second year. I mean, I won't even say work as hard, but I didn't show up for all of the classes the second year or the third year. But what that taught me and what I found over the three years was that we did a program in values. I mean, we did an exercise in values, in determining our values. And there were three values that came to the top. And the exercise was, did this come from your family of origin? One of the things I checked off as my value was uh, duty. And I thought, oh, that came from my mother. That is not something that is a written. Yeah, duty, I, I understand that. But the feeling I had when I checked off was, no, that was my family of origin that taught me that. That wasn't my own value. And then the second column was, was it um, like uh, the media? Did the did society teach you that? The third one was, was it your religious experience? And the fourth one was media. And so there were different ways of checking off these values. Those might have been the four, maybe not. I might be lying to you right now. But anyway, the point was, was it mine? The last column was, was it yours? And what I realized was that my whole life has been shaped by other people and other people's values. And what I'm telling you is this is the moment. This is the time when you need to start looking at who you are what is your connection to God? And what is your own individual expression of God? How can you find those tools to be resilient? And so the three values that came out for me, number one was tranquility. That kind of surprised me because my life had been so chaotic. I always looked at that affirmation about navigating chaos, right? <laughs> and I think to myself, okay, I've had such a chaotic upbringing that tranquility is probably a reason why I need to have that. Second one, under, that came in second uh, after tranquility, was friends and family, family and friends. That was very important to me. And loving family and friends and having those connections. And then the third one that came up for me was exhilaration. And I thought, well, isn't that interesting? How could I have one being tranquility and three being exhilaration. And so I thought about it, and I, and I, I remember going to Sedona. Uh, Tim and I went for our, what, 40th wedding anniversary, I think, to Sedona. And I remember coming from Phoenix, and we entered into Sedona. And I looked at the rocks, and I looked at the mountains, and I looked at the hills, and I looked at the colors, and I thought, this is tranquil exhilaration. That was the epitome. And then the vortexes that we went into, that was in a whole other story. That was the epitome of that tranquility and exhilaration. So what I'm asking you to do is to start now, start today, and start to identify what is, what does make you alive? What makes you live? What makes you feel good? What makes you sparkle? And so 
And the second part of what we were talking, we're going to be talking about this week in your groups, and I'd like to share, is the idea of radiance. Now, radiance, Reverend Connors talks about radiance, and talk, she talks about um, colors being associated with the 12 powers. And next week, we'll take a look at um, an apprenticeship, and we'll take a look at the different powers. But she had an interesting take on the colors of the powers. And she talked about the powers being frequencies of light, that every color has a certain, vibrates a certain frequency, and that the colors are really about vibrating at those frequencies. And I do a, I do a, I'm a certified trainer for the success principles for Jack Canfield, if you've ever heard of Jack Canfield, with Chicken Soup for the Soul. And one of the things that we do is we take you from here to where you want to be. But if you don't know where you want to be, you can never get there. And so I'm saying start today, start with your first intention, start with your first group. Think about where do you want to be? What excites you? And, and when we get people to that place where they accomplish a goal, they just glow. And I had somebody was talking about how she was she writes a children's book, and she wanted to turn her children's book into a, a film, and so she got a contract to do that. And she, when she said that, she was like just glowing because we had worked for ten weeks on what do you love, what do you want, and now I'm not going to write a children's book. I'm not going to do that, but she, but Lucy did, and Lucy got to where she wanted to go because she, of all the other steps in between. But she figured out where she wanted to be. And that's part of radiance. She was radiant. She was just glowing. Because she had found the thing that makes her alive. And she was doing it. So the song Dare to Dream, right? Dare to Dream. It's okay to dream. One of the projects that I'm working on, this healing project, and I talked about limiting beliefs, was about daring to dream. I was raised with a family, with a mother, alcoholic mother, who said, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You'll never do that. You're not good enough to do that. And so over the years, I started to say to myself, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm not good enough. And so I think, what did you ask me today, Jim? Am I excellent, fabulous, whatever? And I said, yes, amazing. I said, yes, I am. And I have to repeat that because, you know what, deep down inside, I don't always feel like I'm amazing. And so if those are the things that are keeping you from being everything that you can be and radiating the light of God by being connected to your spiritual higher power, then try to start doing those things, at least experiment, finding things that you love to do. So radiance was the second one. And the third one that she talked about is spiritual alchemy. And um, the quote that I wanted to read is that alchemy is defined as a power or process that changes something in a mysterious and impactful way. When you take your intention and when you focus on igniting these powers inside of you, you will find that mysterious, mystical, mir miraculous things will happen. 
things just happen. They just, the opportunities come to you. When we talk about um, sustainable prosperity and the law of attraction, a lot of that is about being in that energetic space that, that makes you so alive that the energy of all the things that you need and want show up in your life. She suggests that you look at life through the lenses of the 12 powers. Now, that's a little odd to think about, but I'm going to work on that. How do you look at life through the lens of the 12 powers? We'll talk a little bit more about that again next week. But there was... Um, there is one, um, one quote that I, I meant to, to say because this is really about radiance and I'm going to go back a couple of steps to radiance. I just think this is unbelievable. She says, well, she said, no, actually, there's a, this is a quote by Winfred Wilkerson Hauserman. And uh, this quote goes like this. Within each person, there's a new world awaiting discovery. Think about that. There's within each one of us sitting in this room, every single one of us, there's a new world awaiting discovery. A world which there are capabilities of unlimited strength, perfect knowing, radiant life, and other latent abilities beyond our greatest present capacity to conceive. And if you have done anything, if you've operated in your zone of genius, as Gabe uh, Hendricks talks about, if you've ever been there where time, that time doesn't exist, you're just doing what you love to do. If everything is just coming together, everything feels so right, so good, that is where you are looking to be as often as possible. To me, he calls it your genius zone. I call it my divine zone. My spiritual divinity, connecting to my divine zone. And when I can go from victim, which is where I tend to <laughs> operate sometimes, um, I think we, maybe we all do at some point. You know, you get to victim and you complain about things and everything. Blah, 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 blah. And then you move out of victim and the 12 powers and the five principles. The five principles actually empower the 12 powers in order to bring you from victim to victor. And I think when we were talking about, you know, when there's diversity, right? Sometimes we can go into that victim mode. Life is happening to us. And what you need to do is dig inside, look at the tools that we all have, and pull yourself up to victor. And there's a few stages in between, but we won't talk about those now. So, um... I want to leave a couple of minutes for intention cards. So let me just talk about, um, you receive when you walk in a packet of um, affirmations and prayers. Uh, Ali Gurditario was kind enough to type up, take the book, and take the, every week we have several chapters, lots of affirmations, lots of different uh, prayers and stuff. She typed it up so that you can carry at least one page with you every week and refer to them. If you can't read the book or you're not in a group, at least take that page and look at it and say, what is it that 
I can say to myself, what affirmations can I use? And if you didn't get one of those, you can pick one up on the way back, on the way out. So we're going to finish up with a spiritual practice. And the spiritual practice for this week, just to get you started, just to put your toe in the water, is to say no to thoughts that no longer serve you, really, and say yes to thoughts that are life-enhancing. Which means you're going to have to think about what you're thinking about. Right? You're going to have to be in the moment. You're going to have to be in the present moment. Think about what you're thinking about. Remember, it's just a thought away. And affirm to each day, I am the radiant light of God, blessing myself and others. So let's just say that a couple of times so that you, you, you it's a simple affirmation, but let's just do it out loud with zeal, right? <laughs> I am the radiant light of God, blessing myself and others. One more time. I am the radiant light of God, blessing myself and others. So in closing, um, this is the start of a whole new view. As Eric sang in his first song, Dare to Dream, Imagine Living Your Life with No Limits. Over the next several weeks, we're going to ask you to reach higher in your spiritual development. Remember, this is the moment, this is the time, and this is the day to start your adventure in your yoga. Thank you. Thank you.